With today's Jaldi 5, here are your hosts, Jaggu and Tarana. Hello and welcome back to Jaldi 5, the place where we curate five interesting stories for you from all over the world. I'm Tarana. And I'm Jaggu. You can use these stories as conversation starters, involved discussions, or simply as a way to keep yourself and others informed about the remarkable stuff happening in the world. Let's get you started. Number 5 When you hear of the Vienna Orchestra, you think of the Vienna Philharmonic, over a century and a half old and considered one of the finest orchestras in the world with fabled conductors like Herbert von Karajan, Leonard Bernstein and Zubin Mehta. So, not that one. We are talking about the Vienna Vegetable Orchestra, featured by no less than the BBC recently. A 10-member ensemble that plays music with instruments made entirely from fresh produce. For more than 20 years, the orchestra has played over 300 shows at packed venues and performed everything from classical with cabbage to techno with turnips. It has also recently released its fourth album after a successful crowdfunding campaign, proving that you can, as a matter of fact, play with your food. There are many unique issues. Susanna, who plays with them, tells us how playing with vegetables is unpredictable, since no two pieces of produce are exactly the same. Also, unlike traditional instruments which can last decades, vegetable instruments go bad quickly. So new ones have to be created every time they perform. The morning of every performance, the group of performers goes to the local market with a detailed shopping list and they go through the available produce carefully. After pounding on pumpkins and peeling through onions, they pick what is just right for them. Then comes the instrument creation. The musicians cut, carve and drill the vegetables to get them performance ready. Over a couple of hours, carrots and cucumbers become flutes and horns. Peppers become trombones and pumpkins become bongos. This whole thing started now as a bit of fun between a few friends according to one of the founding members it seems a few of them had signed up for a performance art festival and they were looking for something unique to do they were also having this conversation while they were making vegetable soup basically the rest is history two decades later they've played at the royal albert hall the shanghai arts center and at a ukrainian oligarch's mansion who was throwing a party for paul mccartney's 60th birthday who it seems really enjoyed the gig because he's vegetarian The group holds the Guinness World Record for most concerts by a vegetable orchestra and it's also inspired others to follow so there also exists the London Vegetable Orchestra and the Long Island Vegetable Orchestra Along the way they've invented dozens of instruments and sounds for instance crunching dry onion skin in your palm creates the sound of a rainstorm rubbing two leeks together is violinish and then there's the complex hybrids attach a severed bell pepper to the end of a cucumber add a carrot mouthpiece and voila you've got a saxophone or a cucumber phone correct there's also the great discovery in traveling the world and finding new vegetables that make new sounds through all of this over two decades they have two traditions the leftover vegetables that aren't used to make the instruments are boiled into a soup that is served to the audience after the show and the ones that are made into instruments after the show the performers offer them to anyone in the audience who'd like to take them home and practice jamming on the instruments themselves this is seriously throwing the whole don't make noise while having your food instruction out of the window number 4 Given how much has been said and done about firecrackers and pollution, the Supreme Court has asked a relevant question. What causes more pollution, automobiles or firecrackers? And they've asked the central government to give them a comparative study between the two. They observed that people are focusing on firecrackers and seeking a ban on them when it seems that automobiles are the bigger polluter. They also expressed concern about the unemployment caused by putting curbs on firecracker production. Tamil Nadu has already said that the ban on firecrackers has caused thousands of people to lose their jobs in the state. The court said that legal trade cannot be stopped at best 
just license conditions need to be changed and that we can't let people go hungry because some others think firecrackers are not good they recommend that there are areas where crackers could be used without much damage such as community fireworks you know given that it's holy time and bonfires and colors are the norm we're guessing the judges may also soon shift their focus on the environmental damage caused by holi so we hope you had lots of fun on this one number 3 Real estate and Formula 1 is not something you would think would go together but some big boys in the game are making moves that is getting press. Lewis Hamilton has just put his New York penthouse on sale for 57 million dollars. Now this is Hamilton so it's no ordinary penthouse. The 9000 square foot unit in Tribeca is the biggest in the building which also has residents like Meg Ryan, Jake Gyllenhaal and Justin Timberlake. We're also talking a double height living room, floating stairs, high ceilings and tall windows. His bedroom has a fireplace and a spa level bathroom and of course the outdoor terrace has a plunge pool given that it's across three floors it also has its own private elevator no idea if it's being sold with one formula 1 memorabilia or even maybe a trophy or two but for that price it should be topping that across the coast in california is mansoor akram oje not someone you'll see driving one of the cars but he is part owner of the mclaren team so the saudi tycoon has put up his 3 and a half thousand acre estate in santa barbara on the market for a 110 million dollars at that price it would set a new record for estates in that area and mind you there's plenty of fabulous properties there it comes with a working cattle farm with over 100 heads of cattle two orchards growing mostly avocados two main houses on opposite sides of the property and a dozen other buildings it also has a wine cellar a private movie theater and of course the pièce de résistance is the laundry room which has six washers and dryers which makes you wonder how dirty do you get in santa barbara yaar number 2 In the US, they might as well call this the year of the French fry. Before we tell you more, know that even listening to this story might increase your cholesterol level. At the fast food joints, there's a French fry war in progress. Kicked off by McDonald's, who just launched a limited time offer for cheesy bacon fries. This was done to target Wendy's Baconator fries, which have been around for some time and doing quite well. Wendy's responded with a promotion, offering their fries for free to anyone who orders from their mobile app. See, French fries are staple fast food with many arguments about who makes them best, and now everybody is upping their game. For instance, Taco Bell, which does Mexican food generally, last year introduced their nacho fries, and it quickly became their most successful product launch ever. It did so well, it actually benefited the company's bottom line as a whole. Just those fries by themselves. And now, leaping into the French fries war, Taco Bell just rolled out steak rattle fries, which are topped with steak, nacho cheese sauce, jalapeno sauce, and spicy jalapenos. Then, the Jack in the Box fast food chain, who introduced their sauced and loaded fries with chili cheese and bacon blue cheese options a couple of months ago, is now upping their game by testing burger dippers, which are essentially cheeseburgers in French fry format. Their spokesperson said they allow for a one-handed burger eating experience that enhances portability. They're a breakthrough innovation that allow customers to enjoy classic burgers in a new dippable form. The thing is, you don't really know you need something until you actually see it, and one-handed burgers is clearly one of those. And then Dunkin Donuts came in with donut fries. Yes, it's getting nuts over there, but everything is fair in love and war. And this is clearly a war and people love it. These are fries with croissant style donut dough tossed in cinnamon sugar. And to complete the circle, as competition, McDonald's launched donut sticks on their breakfast menu last month. Do all these fries come with a side of cholesterol medication? I think you're expected to order these only when you have a doctor around. Number 1 Finally, while we're on food and all, the vegans are upset with Starbucks, and somehow Ariana Grande is involved. 
She announced that she was collaborating with Starbucks on a new drink called the Cloud Macchiato. The drink is basically an espresso shot and milk with fluffy foam on top and comes in caramel or cinnamon flavor and is apparently pretty good. But while many people have enjoyed a Cloud Macchiato of their own over the last few days, others have been inspecting the ingredients list and they aren't happy. According to Starbucks, the Cloud Macchiato requires egg white powder to make the foam and the syrup in the caramel version includes butter, heavy cream and milk. Which sounds yum and tasty, but Ariana herself professed to being vegan way back in 2013. At that time, she said she loved animals more than most people and was a firm believer in eating a plant-based whole foods diet because it can expand your life length and make you an all-round happier person. A lot of people tweeted saying that they assumed that the cloud macchiato would be vegan or at least would be customizable, seeing how she's been so vocal about her veganism in the past. Even Starbucks employees at the stores have been tweeting saying people are expecting the drink to either be vegan or at least be customizable to vegan. And one employee tweeted, "If I have one more customer asking for the vegan version, I'm going to scream." But because the egg whites are necessary to create the cloud's foam, it's literally impossible to make a vegan version of the drink even if you choose soy milk. So some people are saying Ariana shouldn't be advertising the drink in the first place since she also promotes veganism. But others are defending her, saying she probably wasn't consulted when it came to the ingredients that went into the drink. Another said limited options are unfortunately just part of being vegan and some pointed out that it's unclear whether Ariana even considers herself to be vegan anymore since she hasn't spoken about it publicly for a while, which is another level of complication that nobody needs. Will it just kill you to just order the damn cappuccino and have it quietly? Though if you must, ask for the Kapoor family version. It comes with whiskey. Leaving you to figure if you are in the mood for french fries, coffee or something stronger. It's a wrap on Jaldi 5 for today. Keep these stories handy for the parties that you'll be attending this weekend and be set to engage and entertain. We'll be back with more on Monday. We'll have to hear from you so please note Jaggu uses Jagguism on Insta and Twitter and across social I'm at Tarana Raja. Get in touch. You can also follow Book My Show on Facebook, Instagram and Twitter for all updates. Also do check out our longer order show called The Odd Couple. Also available right here on Book My Show. A new episode will be out tomorrow. Until next time, I'm Jaggu and I'm Tarana. Okay, bye. Bye, bye. Jaldi Five with Jaggu and Tarana, exclusively on Book My Show, where all you gotta do is hashtag Just Press Play.